shut away the pieces of a broken heart Think of how we lay down together We'd be listening to the radio so loud and so strong Every golden nugget coming like a gift to the gods Someone must have blessed us when he gave us those songs I treasure your love
Get me right out of this godforsaken 
not No, I won't do anything for love But I won't do love It's fun for yay What is yay Filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. All right, good Friday morning. Yes, it is Friday. You see how fast that week went? I mean, just the other day it was Monday. I, I, I mean, isn't that weird how that works? It goes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But, like, we just ran through this week. Yeah, granted, there was one day I left, and I didn't feel good and all that kind of stuff, and blah, blah, blah. But, hey, hey, it's Friday. You made it. Horrible news to wake up to, though, uh, on a Friday, is that the singer Meatloaf, and I just played two of his songs, uh, passed away at 73 years old. Very, very sad. Uh, He grew up in Dallas. I knew that. I, I, I saw a documentary on him a few years ago. And uh, he grew up in Dallas. And somebody asked over here on the Mixler page, I, I've got all your good mornings here, and I'm going to say good morning. How did he get his nickname? The nickname started right about the time his mom died when he left Dallas. And the stories have varied about how he got his nickname. It was maybe for her original recipe, and that's all he ate for a while. So I'm not sure. Could have been for his weight. I don't know. But the man known for, you know, pretty much the entire soundtrack for Rocky Horror Picture Show, along with his stints on Broadway and everything, Meatloaf was a beloved entertainer. Beloved. He didn't have a lot of hit hits, though. Anything for Love was huge. And and that movie. And, And the movie is what keeps him so relevant. I don't know if they still do it anymore here. I remember they used to do it every weekend at the Castle Linda Theater here in Dallas. Uh, they would play the Rocky Horror Picture Show every Friday and Saturday night, or at least one night a week. They, they do it at midnight. They do a midnight showing. And I, and I saw it. Look, it not the greatest movie in the world, but, hey, it is a classic. Uh, let's see. Let's get to those good mornings as we uh, bid a fond farewell to Mr. Loaf, if you will. Uh, first one here was Straight Fire. It says, look at your ass. We made it to another Friday. Yes, indeed. Uh, just like in real life, I came too early. That's Brett. All right, good job. Thank you for sharing too much information. Hangtown Jen says, good morning. Happy Friday. Erise says, good morning. Hot Mama says, happy Friday, ass. Dan- uh, Douglas says, uh, happy Friday, ass family. Andrew's in the house. He says, happy Friday, Who's ready for some ass? I know I am. Uh, I hope Arnie's alive or at least getting some. Uh, da, 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 da. Good morning, y'all. R.I.P. Meatloaf. Los Angeles uh, was my favorite Meatloaf song. Okay. That's Aldo. Hangtown Jen says, so I stumbled onto a Val Kilmer dis- uh, a documentary. I, have no c- I had no clue how fucked up he was. So sad. Uh, you're out, says, just so bummed. He was one of my dad's favorite people, Meatloaf. 
saw him twice. I swear to God, if Neil Diamond dies, I'm fucking done. I know, right? Oh, man. I shall be watching Rocky Horror Picture Show tonight again for the millionth time. Eddie. Yep. Friday, Friday, ass family. Have a glorious weekend. Braddy Kid is in the house. What? Oh, my God. Woo. Look at there. Braddy Kid. Bingo. Yeah, she's ready. She's it's ready. Fun Friday. That, that's her. Friday. Yes. Friday. Yes. Friday. Yes. Triple T says, going to miss that big moosey with bitch tits. Oh, hashtag fight club. His name was Robert Paulson. His name was Robert Paulson. He was great in that movie. God damn, he was awesome in Fight Club. Um, and this right here, I'm guessing, is he's a safe word for a bunch of people, right, Meatloaf? Anything for love, just not that, Meatloaf. Love me some Meatloaf. Where did he get the name come from? Uh, like I said, uh, I think it was some like right around the time his mom died, it says. Um, I just watched Val Kilmer doc. I have so much more respect for him now. Dude stood up to Hollywood and he's fucked in the ass for it. So sad. Uh, let's see. I saw this skit I'd never seen before. Meatloaf and Stephen Fry. He was 73 or 74. It says 73 here. Uh, let's see. Uh, good morning and happy freaking Friday, y'all. We made it. That is Alicia. She says Rocky Horror Picture Show is a cult classic. Hot Stephanie says, good morning. Good morning to you as well. Wasn't Meatloaf the guy with boobs in Fight Club? Yes, yes, he was. He was Robert Paulson. Stackar is in the house. He says, hi, all. Never seen a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, you should go see it. It's not that good of a movie. Look, look. You go for the theatrics and the people that are acting along with the movie. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But if you've never been to a midnight showing, people show up, and they dress like the characters, and they throw toast. The first time I saw it was not the biggest fan of it. I was like, what the fuck? And then I got real drunk one night and went and saw it. And I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. But, yes, uh, yes, Meatloaf passed away. By the way, thank you so much to Straight Fire. Remember I told you I needed something to go with this? Do your fucking job. Well, we got it. You need to grow the fuck up. You need to grow the fuck up. From Fifty Shades of Grey. You need to grow the fuck up. Yeah, you do. You need to grow the fuck up. Uh, I've never seen it uh, either, Pass. I've never seen it. Never seen it. Yeah, it's one of those things that, look, you grow up going to the movie theaters, you're going to end up seeing it. And I grew up going to movie theaters, so there you go. Uh, meatloaf passing away. Now, I want to say thanks to everybody who sent me the video of it. I saw it yesterday. And let me just say, God damn, that was awesome. The motorcycle crash in L.A. Has everybody got to see this? This is by far one of the greatest videos I've ever seen. So the motorcycle guy's got speeds going up to about 130 miles an hour. He's running from the police, obviously. And I don't know where he's on a street. He ain't on the highway. He's on a street somewhere. And that's just dumb to drive 130 miles an hour on the street, especially in L.A. Motherfuckers going and going and going and going and going and going. And fucking all of a sudden he runs head into a car and that motherfucker turned into Cirque Soleil. That's exactly I mean, his body just went up and just started turning and doing all kinds of flips and shit. Holy Christ, that was awesome. And then it clips back to the anchor lady. 
the gal on the desk, and she's freaking out. Oh, if you haven't seen that, it is awesome. Oh, okay, look at that. I just got your email, Christopher. I'm sorry, I was out this morning. I was doing some things. It says, hey, I felt bad for not having a movie review this week for Fuck You. Uh, it's January, so I put something together and put it up on the Superfans. Had a bit of time this morning before work. Well, let me let me see what you put up there. Uh, throwback review, Seventh Son. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Christopher. I appreciate that, my man. See, this is why Christopher's the best. There's nobody like Christopher. I'm all hopped up on pain pills and antibiotics. Even got a shot in the ass infection in arm about the size of an apricot. Oh, man. Yikes. Yikes, 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 yikes. All right, so uh, lots of stuff to get to on the show today. Talked about the motorcycle crash. Oh, boy. Did Kamala the Indian giant have a bad day yesterday? It's bad when you get taken to task by Savannah Guthrie. Savannah fucking Guthrie held this woman to the far. Here we go. Let's see what comes up here. Oh, I can skip to the video in four seconds. Thursday marked the one-year anniversary of these two Let's talk about another comment the president made. He openly cast doubt on whether the 2022 midterm elections would be legitimate. He said it all depends, um, which is astonishing to hear a president question whether our elections will be legitimate. We've heard it before, but not from this president. Is he really concerned that, that we may not have fair and free elections? The president has been consistent on this issue, and the issue at hand, the issue, I was there last night uh, in the chamber of the Senate, and the issue is that there are two bills, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act and the Freedom to Vote Act, that have been the, the solution that has been offered to address the fact that around our country, states have put in place laws Sorry. that are purposely making it more difficult for the American people to vote. Sorry. Laws which will be felt by at least 55 million Americans, regardless of their party affiliation, their race, their gender, or their geographic location. Well, to the point, though, because so those we bills have were clear, debated, and it's, but it's, yeah, the, the, the bills it's, were debated and they didn't pass. If I may finish. But the specific question, if you don't mind, does he think, now that these bills haven't been passed, that the 22 midterms won't be legitimate or fair or free? Ooh, man, I guess you didn't answer. By the way, by the way, can we just stop already? Can we just stop? Uh, We're in fucking January still, right? It's still January, right? January 21st? New Ozark comes out today. Very excited about that. What I'm not excited about is hearing that the the Biden administration, along with Kamala, the Indian giant, is already saying these 2022 elections are not going to count. Motherfucker, you have 10 fucking months to go. Man, oh man, I, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, I'm shocked. I'm shocked and awed by this, that they're already starting already. And by the way, boy, that takes a lot of balls for those two to come out and talk about a fucking rigged election. 
Now come the fuck on. Unbelievable. And you know what? Usually I give Savannah Guthrie a hard time. I got to say, you go, girl. You go trying to be a hardcore journalist, finally. After, what, 40 years on the Today Show, you finally asked a hard-hitting question, and you wanted a fucking answer from a Democrat? It's about goddamn time. Yeah, I, I know. It, it rise, you're absolutely right. She says, how is it so appalling when everyone questioned the 2020 election, including Trump, yet now it's okay for an election that hasn't even happened yet? Oh, 2022 election's rigged. No, no, you rigged it yourself by having a year of shit. Putting America through the year of hell that was 2021? Here we all are, we're thinking 2020 was bad. And then 2021 came and said, well, hold my beer. Man, I, I am so tired. Like, look, if one side can't talk about how the election, and, and you know I haven't really talked that much about it. I've made digs here and there. I find it awful, awful hard to believe that Joe Biden got more votes than Barack Obama. Yeah, I, I, it's hard to believe. But, hey, I've gone with it. I've referred to him as Mr. President and her as the Indian giant this entire time. Don't start that bullshit. Don't, don't start all this. I, 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 I'm not going to listen to it for 10 months because the media, and it's nice to see Savannah Guthrie because she is on a liberal station and she is a libtard, actually question this and say, wait a second, you're saying it's not legit? Wait, 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 wait. We just spent the last year telling people how legit the elections were, and now you're saying they're not legit? Wait, huh? This is what I was talking about. This is what I've been talking about for about a year. You're seeing this slow change happen in the media, where the media is not taking their answers anymore. A year ago, Savannah Guthrie would have sat there quietly. I, I, I will say this right now. I guarantee. She would have not questioned Kamala the Indian Giant there. Not at all. She would have allowed answers like, like, like this. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us. <laughs> To slow this thing down. She said nothing there. She is a politician. She said absolutely nothing in the span of about 35 seconds. Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? Welcome to the Friday show here. Trump questions legitimacy of the election bad. Biden questions legitimacy of the election good. Yes. Isn't it weird how that's working? And we, the American people, this is where I challenge you as family members, don't, don't put up with it. I'm not going to put up with it. I will be calling representatives and congresspeople because this is, that. no, 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 no. 
I am tired of the uh, it wasn't me mentality that's going on in this current political climate. I want something done. We have an uh, update on, on Hunter Biden. I want something done about all this shit. I mean, you spent four years going after Donald Trump because you hate him. Oh, and, and I'm okay with everybody hating him. Hell, I'm okay if he doesn't run for president in 2024. I don't care anymore. You didn't have any kind of proof of Russian collusion, yet you spent two and a half years and almost $2 billion, that's with a B, billion dollars investigating. You haven't spent one fucking red nickel on this goddamn laptop from Hunter Biden. So let's play the game that I hate to play more than anything. Is what if that was Donald Trump Jr.'s fucking laptop? Hell, we'd probably all have it. We would have everything that was in his computer, not just a couple of pictures with him smoking crack and fucking hookers. Can you imagine Donald Trump Jr. photographed with two hookers on him? Can you imagine how long that we would see that? But all is forgiven in the Biden world. Isn't that amazing? Though there is a, a trail of money that leads from foreign countries to the Biden family, which is highly illegal. While he was vice president of the United States of America. I, I mean, honestly. This is why the president can't endorse products. Can you imagine? Is that what we're leading to? Where the president is now just a commercial spokesman for places? Hi, I'm Joe Biden. My balls have dropped so low that the only thing that saves me is gold bond. By the way, if anybody's never used gold bond, guys, stay the fuck away from it. It was clearly invented by a woman. You're supposed to sprinkle that talcum powder on your nuts, but too bad it's got some sort of fucking, I don't know, menthol eucalyptus in there that that just shocks the shit out of your nuts. I fucking hate gold bond, and it stinks too. Oh, don't forget Hunter's lost pistol in a trash can. Yeah, I forgot about that. Just like the rest of the media, the FBI, local law enforcement. Wasn't wasn't Gold Bond the inspiration for Jerry Lee Lewis? Man, that was great, but I hate that shit. I bought it once. Nope, never again. Mm -mm, I put it on me once, and I was like, oh, God. It's like rubbing Ben Gay on your nutsack. I don't recommend that either. What I really don't recommend is this. Don't be lazy like your old pal Arn here. You remember Flexerol 454? I used to rub that on my shoulder before I'd play games, right? And, I, and I'd always rub it in on my left hand because, well, I'm right-handed and my right shoulder hurt when I played. I don't know how the shit got on my right hand, 
but my right hand's my dipping hand. And I had some Flexerol on my finger still, put a big wad of tobacco in my mouth. Whoo! Boy, I was seeing talking pelicans. You don't want that shit in your bloodstream. You start to freak out a little bit. Not good. Uh, Back to the other half of this wonderful fucking card we have of people running our country. Joe Biden, uh, you know what, I'm... Joe Biden should do stand-up. Here here you go, right here. This this is why Joe Biden should do stand-up. He's funny. I got to give it up to the man. He's not a good leader at all, but man, is he funny. Yes. Thank you very much for this honor. James Rosen with Newsmax. I'd like to raise a delicate subject, uh, but with utmost respect for your life accomplishments and the high office you hold. A... Poll released this morning by Politico Morning Consult found 49% of registered voters disagreeing with the statement, Joe Biden is mentally fit. Not even a majority of Democrats who responded uh, strongly affirmed that statement. Well, I'll let you all make the judgment whether they're correct. Well, so the question I have for you, sir, if you'd let me finish, is... Why do you suppose such large segments of the American electorate have come to harbor such profound concerns about your cognitive fitness? Thank you. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best answer I've ever seen. That is so fantastic. Let's see. Can I give a few examples? All right, here we go. Uh, let's say, uh, this one. I'm going to get in trouble with my pre- my staff. Yeah, go ahead, but I pre- pretend that you didn't answer you. No, what, uh, uh, huh? Huh? I promise you, the president has a big stick. You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's uh-huh. death did country is doomed it is doomed not just because of african-americans but because by 2040 this country is going to be minority white european this is simple basic proposition if you're vaccinated you're not going to be hospitalized you're not going to be an icu unit and you're not going to die last week president harris and i Stood in the United States Capitol. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Do, do, do you need any more examples? That's all been the last year. I, I mean, come on, man. I, I, I understand, Joe. I understand, Joe. Uh, saw a video on TikTok of Charlemagne the God. That's the guy who Biden said, uh, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Even he's calling him out now. Imagine Joe getting into a debate with Ozzy. Man, I feel bad for whoever's running the teleprompter. Just nothing but question marks on the bottom of the screen for deaf people. I love his answer. I I don't know. (laughs) Joe, I, I just gave you at least six examples of why people don't think that you're mentally fit enough 
to serve as president of the United States of America. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn that, that, uh, that, that, that. Uh, um, blonde in the sun. Huh? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. What about democracy in America? Did you ever think you'd be asked that question by another leader? I'm not exaggerating, gentlemen. Leader of China, Xi Jinping, who I've met with more than any other world leader. Holy shit! And Putin. Both are very straightforward. Say democracies can't function. Democracies can't function. Things are too complicated. They move too fast. Too fast. In time to get a consensus which democracies require. That's why autocracies will rule the day. Hmm. Why don't people think you're mentally fit enough to be president? I don't know. I wish I could I wish I could really pinpoint which one it was. Would it be calling for autocracies? Would it be for saying DUIs are not really a felony? Would it be for saying, let's go, Brandon? Would it be for saying that MLK's assassination was not as big as George Floyd's, even though George Floyd was not assassinated? Hmm. Why does America not think that Joe Biden is mentally fit enough to be president? Hmm. Beats me. Maybe, maybe our foreign friends can, can weigh in. I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. There you go. They think it overseas, too. And by the way, by the way, I, I don't have any stories on what's going on in um, the Ukraine right now, but more troops have been moved in. I saw some stories this morning on, on TV saying that Vladimir Putin's about ready to go. Once again. I, I don't care if you hate Donald Trump or not. You have every right to hate Donald Trump and the job he did as president. If you don't like the job he did for president, then, hey, bully for you. Good, good, good. Tell you this right now, Vladimir Putin didn't fuck around, did he? Kim Jong-un didn't fuck around, did he? President Z, the guy that Joe talked about how he's met with more than anybody else, that motherfucker didn't fuck around either. Now you got all this fuckery going on because because America right now, let, let, me, let me tell you why there's no, the, the fuckery's going on. Because we ain't got a daddy in place. That's what it is. We ain't got a mama or daddy in place right now. Just like when we were kids. Just like when you were in school and you had a substitute teacher, you acted the fool. Because you don't want that regular teacher to bust your ass. You don't want mom and dad to bust your ass. Like it or not, the president is the daddy of America, and he is here to bust your ass. Not this guy, though. This guy's a whole bunch of sandwiches short of a fucking picnic. Elevator don't go all the way to the top. Not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Not the brightest bulb in the socket. Uh, all the dumb things we can say about this man. 
And do I really think, I don't think he's dumb. I just think he's lost his faculties. That's all. I mean, look, he's been in Congress for 50 years. No idiot can do that. Idiots electing him can, but no idiot can actually do that. Uh, Now, Joe has all of the Ukraine all freaked out because essentially he said if Russia makes an incursion, nothing will be done about it. But a full-blown invasion, then maybe. They're pretty much like, ah, so Joe, you're giving Russia the green light. What an absolute nincompoop. Yeah, oh, he shit the bed the other night in his press conference, and this is why. Look, look, we, we've documented on this show. We've talked about it at length on this show. Why are they not bringing him out? Because they don't know what he's going to fucking say. They have no clue what this fucking guy's going to do. And he's not doing it because he's a maverick or he has big balls. He's doing it because he's dementia-ridden, riddled. It's sad. It's sad to watch this happen to him. I mean, I'll be happy to see him gone. Don't get me wrong. But it is sad. All right. Got to talk a couple of things here. Uh, Oh, wait. Hold on. What the hell is this? That, That stupid fucking cunt, Joey Behar. She came out and called the president dense. Whoa, she's turning on him. Dense for thinking his fellow white privileged senators would work with him. Whoopi then chimed in. Part of the problem for Joe is none of us. None of us ever anticipated we would be sitting in front of senators and congresspeople who are denying the fact that someone won an election. I never saw that before. I don't think it occurred to him that it would ever be Republicans who'd be that far to say it was a lie. No. Uh, Behar then came in to say, I like to say uh, it was on America. Then you have Mitch McConnell say that this whole idea going forward with Obama was to make sure he was a one-term president. Then he said about Biden, we're going to uh, obstruct and we're going to let him do anything he wants to do. So, I mean, how dense was Biden really in these instances? You're a white privileged senator in the United States Congress, so you believe other white privileged guys will work with you, but they won't and they don't. Why did this become about white privilege? And by the way, I'm sick of it. I'm done with white privilege. I'm done. I'm done. It's no, there's no such thing. There's just no such thing as white privilege. I'm not going to stand for it anymore. Mm-mm. No, 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 Mm-mm. And I'm tired of these fucking millionaires on The View deciding to spew their points across like they have anything to ever worry about. You know, they sit there on their little panel, and they got their little hot drinks, and they're, they're sitting there in these very expensive outfits that they don't have to pay for. And they're talking about things that, uh, what's it like when the lights go out? You have no clue anymore. Lights haven't gone out in your house whooping in about fucking 60 years. You are rich, dummy.
Joy can't attack the message. She attacks the people. That's why she cries racism. Yep. And by the way, she's just, she's by far the dumbest person on television. I, I, I mean, look, Rachel Maddow is running a close second since we got rid of Chris Cuomo. But, I mean, let, let's not forget what she said back in December. December 2021. The virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. December. Rachel Maddow. Arnie should crank call the view. I, I've done that before. I've crank called them. And, and most I get is an answering machine or maybe a, I used to crank call Savannah Guthrie all the time. And uh, those are no fun anymore. My favorite one was when I called, uh, I believe it was uh, John Legend's people and Chrissy Teigen. They said they'd move if Donald Trump was reelected. And I called. I called his, uh, his <laughs> I called his agency. I said, yeah, I was just wondering if John Legend needs any uh, moving service since he's leaving the country. And that fucking broad went off on me. Man, oh, man. I called her back the next day, and she fucking went off on me even more. It was fantastic. Rachel Maddow a nice guy. I think Rachel Maddow is the only person out there saying Biden did a good job on the press conference. She has to be. Everyone else is ripping him apart. Hey, y'all, I'm in line at Thunder Valley for Tesla tickets. If anybody wants really good tickets, PM me from the Arnie Facebook group. All right, there you go. Getting Tesla tickets. Uh, Where are we at here? Oh, we got to talk COVID. Yeah, a little COVID here. Uh, Ogre, Ogre, I, I I don't know how you feel about this. This is, this is very, very uh, unsettling for me at the least. New Mexico will use National Guard and state bureaucrats to fill in for teachers calling out sick with COVID. At least 800 substitute teachers and daycare workers needed to cover shifts. Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham announced her plan to ask the National Guard and state employees to volunteer as substitute teachers. What the fuck is the National Guard? Look, look, look. I ain't got a problem with people in the National Guard. I respect people in the National Guard. But they ain't teachers. What, are they going to show up to class in their fatigues, tell them to sit down and shut up? (laughs) The governor said that since winter break, 60 schools have gone into remote learning, 75 child daycare centers, have partially or completely closed. Lujan Grissom said the state is hoping to deploy 500 new substitute teachers and daycare workers as soon as possible. Staff shortages are due to teachers testing positive for COVID or forcing quarantine. Can we just have it, just stop it? Can we just stop? And and the reason why I want to say stop is because we know that this variant is not that bad, and people are already getting better all over the country who have been infected with the horrible and awful Omicron. 
that wasn't right. Omicron. There you go. Uh, teens could get vaccinated against parents' wishes under proposed California law. Stackard just sent this. California teens can get vaccinated against parents' wishes under a proposed law. State Senator Scott Weiner. Oh, that's also the guy that passed the law that says it's okay for, you know, 10, 10 years difference between, uh, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend or boyfriend and boyfriend or girlfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, th- this guy's a true winner. Scott Weiner said in his proposal, State Bill 866 was spurred by parents who won't let their kids get the COVID vaccine. Because it's up to the fucking parents. When the kids are 18, they can make their own decisions. I'm, I, I'm so glad, and, and I'm not saying this to be a dick to all the parents out there. I am so happy not to be a parent in today's world. You are no longer allowed to parent your child. And I'm not talking about whooping them. I'm not talking about grounding them. I'm talking about if you are a person that doesn't want to get vaccinated and you don't want your children vaccinated, your kid wants to get vaccinated, well, they can get vaccinated when they're 18. Because you're in charge of that house. Douglas says Scott Weiner is a fucking evil man and he hides behind his homosexuality. He, he, uh, I agree with that. Douglas, I couldn't agree with you more on that. This guy is probably one of the most dangerous people in all of American politics. I, and, and that is not hyperbole. I'm not trying to oversell it. This guy proposed a bill that passed in the state of California that says, if you're 26, you can go out with a 15-year-old. 11 years. So does that mean that an 18-year-old can date a 7-year-old? It's 11 years. Oh, don't be preposterous. Don't be preposterous. Okay. All right. You see, these state senators and these state congresspeople think they have so much right because they have states' rights. And this guy proposed a bill, and somehow it passes. I have no idea how it passed. It's California, so that's how it passed. Would you allow your 19-year-old, okay, hey, hey, dads out there, let me ask you a question. Your 16-year-old daughter is getting ready for a date, and she's going out with a 27-year-old. How do you feel about that? No, you're, you're opposed to that? Well, it's totally legal. Totally legal. Under this law. <laughs> Ogre says there's going to be a deceased 27-year-old. Yeah. I, I remember when that bill was up, I was like, please don't pass it. I, I didn't think there was a way they would pass it, but they passed it in, in, in California. Doesn't surprise me. But, yes, Dennis Weiner is by far one of the, if not, he's one of the worst people in this country. His mom is going to be pulling some illegal shit, yeah? Oh, yeah. First uh, first off, no. Second, he at best is neutered. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm just telling you. I, look, I'm just letting you out. Let, letting everybody know that 
these people are are running things because well we the american people hey and it's not it i'm not blaming us but it is our fault and do you want to know why is because we live our lives see people like that they don't live their lives they want to they want to do what's best for society and all that kind of bullshit and and, and, and honestly, I don't have a problem with them trying to do better in life and things like that. What I have a problem with is when you do it and you know you're wrong. This isn't, this isn't like a state senator saying, the state is going to pay all dairy producers extra money. That way you don't have to pay for milk anymore. But this guy. This guy. Hot Stephanie says, prostitution is legal in Nevada, but you don't see me at the ranch. I better never see you at the ranch. See you at the ranch. We're going to have to have a a conversation, young lady. My God. Don't ever say that again, Steph. (laughs) You don't see me at the ranch. Where's Lorena Bobbitt when you need her? Amen. Uh, all right, what else we got here? Uh, we do have an update on the one and only first son, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's private equity firm held a stake in a company run by a Chinese executive with ties to officials in the government at some of the highest levels of the Communist Party of China. Well, that's not a problem, is it? Hunter Biden's longtime business partner, Eric Sherwin, sent him an email March 2017 breaking down the ownership interest of Rosemont Senka Advisors, which included a 5% stake in Harv's Amusement Parks and ownership in Harv Sports and Entertainment. Look, come on, can we just investigate the man, please, pretty please, with jam on top? Stephanie's laughing. (laughs) Are you talking about the same rants that Dr. Phil sends kids to? Where the hell is he sending these troubled kids? No, I imagine Dr. Phil has been to this ranch. But that's not the one where he said, catch me outside. How about that? No. That'd be funny, though. Okay, I'm Dr. Phil. Okay, uh, we're going to get this uh, shoplifting addiction out of your head because we're going we're gonna to send you to a ranch where you can make all the money you want. All you got to do is take it in the poop chute. Then you can buy anything you want. So, yes, Hunter Biden, ties to the Communist Party. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here, everybody. Shh. Shh. This New Mexico story just makes me laugh, that they want to put the National Guard in schools. Remember how bad it was to even have metal detectors in schools, let alone armed police? And now we're bringing in the military? I wish you guys could hear me roll my eyes when I see these stories. 
Now, we're just talking about COVID. This is fantastic. Even Canada, even as friendly and nice as they are in Canada, Canada is like enough, eh? We're tired of this bogus bullshit, you hosers. Uh, Health officials (laughs) ordered a restaurant in Canada and Alberta to close after an investigation revealed they were accepting dog photos in lieu of COVID vaccination cards or negative tests for indoor dining services. (laughs) So I guess Alberta has a really strict rule in place. It's a whole other country. And they <laughs> you have to show proof of vaccination, negative COVID test, all that kind of shit to go and eat. And this one place goes, ah, why don't you just show us a picture of dogs? I'm not cocky, but I'd be uh, the top grossed at the ranch simply for the lack of pregnancy and the amount of teeth. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, come on. You, you would make a mint there. My God. Shit, you could buy the Minnesota Vikings with the money you made there. Dr. Phil, dirty talking to hooker. I'm going to line up my Johnson gay while I digitally penetrate your anus, gay. Then I'll perform coitus on you in front of the canine position, okay? (laughs) You can see Dr. Phil with a fucking hooker. Woo! That girl smells worse than being out in the seven seas for seven years. Louis Anderson died too. I know that Louis Anderson was sick, but did he die today? Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me see. Let's see. Let, let off to the Google where I can get my Louis Anderson. Yep, he died. Louis Anderson died. I've got it on. Uh, he was undergoing cancer treatments, and now he's dead. Wow. Meatloaf died. Uh, is that what? No, no, no. Louis Anderson died today as well, too. Twenty-one minutes ago, it was released. Wow. I wasn't the world's biggest fan of Louis Anderson, but hey, you know he was a comedian, host of what he what he host. Uh, family Feud for a while. I bet they're all vaxxed. Me, <laughs> Coop. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Please don't let Urkel be the third celebrity. That's two. Who's going to be the third? Okay, so we kind of like, I mean, these are two heavy set people. Will it be another heavy set person? Boy, I better fucking stay in my room all day. Urkel opened a weed company. He should be okay. Oh, this one, yeah, yeah this this fills the trifecta. The, or did Bob Saget round out that trifecta? And this is a new trifecta because it would be Bob Saget, Meatloaf, and Louis Anderson. Or was Bob Saget part of the, what's her name? Uh, Betty White trifecta. Douglas, I read Meatloaf spurned COVID restrictions. Yeah, and that's, yeah, I guess he died of COVID as well, but I'm not sure. Saget was too long ago. All right, all right. So we got these two. All right, so this one starts a new one. We got a third one that we need. 
off to the, my prediction sheet we go. Since Betty White couldn't last one more fucking day. My predictions this year are Betty White, which we'll just scratch off. Last day of 2021. Barbara Walters, Kim Jong-un, Craig T. Nelson, and Willie Nelson. That's what we got to be. We, 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 we got to keep on the lookout for them. There you go. But, yes, Louis Anderson passed away this morning, I believe, in Las Vegas. Um, died at the age of 68. There you go. All right. Ooh, look at that. I like that pick. Let's see. Oh, shit, Louis Anderson. So who are they going to get to do the prices right now? No, that's not Louis Anderson. That's 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 Drew. That's Drew Carey. Drew Carey does the prices right. Cat Williams. Oh, that'd be a good one. B. Coop says I'm going big. Biden, my dark horse. My dark horse is Triple H. Ooh, Triple H. Just had heart surgery last year. They pretty much ruined NXT around him. Bob Saget and Sidney Poitier. That was with the Betty White. Okay. I I predict either Roseanne Barr or Bill Cosby. Let's see. Is Louie dying in Vegas? Why Adele? Oh, God damn you. Postponed her residency. B. Coop, damn you. Hello. No, 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 no. It's me. Yeah, and you canceled your fucking residency. I was wondering if after nope. all nope. these years you'd like nope, to nope, nope. I was gonna I was gonna surprise Braddy Kid and we were gonna go to Adele this year in Vegas, but she's canceled her residency. So we're not going now. Due to COVID. God damn it. Man, I had this big surprise all planned out. We were gonna go to Carrot Top. And then we were going to go see Adele. Yeah, it works even if I say it, too. To go over Shut up. Everything. They say the time's supposed to heal you, but I ain't done much healing. Hello. Yes, hello. Can you hear oh, me? Oh, telephone. Yes, hello. I'm in care. Uh, yeah, I don't like the fact that you lie. You were so choked up last night over Adele canceling her tour. Don't put this on me. You're the one who wanted to go see Adele. I just want to see Carrot Top. You had no idea. I was planning this, uh, like, since since Christmas. But listen, you play Adele so loud in your truck every day. Right, yeah, like, all the time. This is... This is, you are Adele's number one fan. Stop being a little poser and. Oh, we lost her. Doggone it. We lost her. Poor bratty kid. We lost the signal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to go see Carrot Top? What, to heckle him? No, I'd never do that. That's rude. Ah. Uh... Yeah, like I'd go to those shows. Come on now. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Uh, Philadelphia announces 
This is so funny. Uh, like a month ago, Philadelphia said, no, 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 we don't have a crime problem. During Wednesday's bi-weekly public hearing on violence in Philadelphia, it's such a big deal they're having two meetings a week. Mayor Jim Kinney announced the creation of more programs in initiatives and outreach efforts to address the city's problem involving violence. No, nothing bad's happened to see here. To achieve and sustain a reduction in gun violence and improve the quality of life in communities most affected by gun violence, the city is investing in organizations with proven records of delivering quality anti-violence intervention. What, you hired the military? Must be all those tunnels in Texas. Yeah, yeah, she she had to be. She, she was at work. She must have been in the freezer when she called. Yeah, yeah, call back whenever you want. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it when these cities who want to defund the police and they want to say police are bad. And, and by the way, hey, hey, to you fucking dumb cities out there, I do not regret playing this whatsoever at all. When we first started hearing about defunding the police, I said, go ahead and do it and watch what happens. And lo and behold, to every city that has defunded the police, crime rates went through the fucking roof. So, for all you assholes... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. What? Crime rates are up? By the way, if you have yet to see the train tracks in Los Angeles, I highly recommend a Google of that where people are jumping on these freight trains, opening the cars, and going through all the packages. If you've had a package that was supposed to be delivered to you and it never showed up, it's probably on the train tracks there in Los Angeles. Literally, it looks like Slumdog Millionaire. The train tracks with so much trash and shit it looks terrible. Damn, guys, the fog is so damn thick here in Fallujah. I mean, Fresno. They just moved us to Plan C, four-hour school bus delay. So I'm still sitting here in my tiny while he's waiting to go to work. <laughs> We're going to Carrot Top now, motherfucker. No, he just retired. Uh, dude, they stopped jumping on trains. They're fucking derailing the trains intentionally. Yeah. Oh, it, 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 it's crazy. And what are police doing about it? I'm the best there is. Play. They, they, they're doing dick. That's what they're doing. They're not doing anything about it. Hell, they haven't even cleaned up any of the fucking trash that's there. I was watching a video. They were showing this, and, and the guy who was uh, videotaping it, he picks up an empty Amazon package. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Just keep it moving. Hey, hey, people in L.A. Please don't do that. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad because... You're eating poop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, did you see the video I posted on Superfans page yesterday? Or any, uh, is it the one with... Uh, I think that's the one I was uh, referencing, but hold on. Let me, let me go to the page real fast. And then do this. 
Let's see. Great review, Seventh Son. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it, it's just like that. I mean, honestly, Christopher, that is a great picture that you're putting up. That's all trash. Thousands of trash. Thousands. Millions of dollars. Tens of millions of dollars, I would imagine. And yet nothing is being done about it. I, I, I don't know about you, but as an American, I, I'm growing a, a tad bit tired of this. That law and order is not being, and, and I'm not even talking about the, the good law and order. I'm, I'm just, no, I have not watched last night's yet. Law and order is, I guess, a thing of the past here in America. I guess we don't believe in it. If it was Dunkin' Donut trains, the cops would be on that like flies on shit. Yeah, and, and Ogre, Ogre says it best right there. And yet the morons who live in L.A. keep reelecting the same leaders. Now, I don't know about you, but if somebody stole my shit off a fucking train, I'd be pissed. I'd be mad as fucking hell. Okay? Are the people in L.A. so riddled with guilt that they think, oh, it's okay. I probably shouldn't have had that anyway. By the way, I, I'm not making that up. That's the way some people will think. I'm watching this video of this gal eat bagel sandwiches, and I'm fucking hungry now. It does look like we're living in a third world country. That's not hyperbole. That, that right there, Christopher, is right on. You know what? Let, let, let me just take this back. Let, let me take something back. America isn't a third world country. California sure as fuck is. You don't want to believe me? Let's go to the two biggest cities in California. We'll start with Los Angeles, where there's trash and homeless scattered all over the place. It looks like a fucking war zone. Then let's move north for a little bit, shall we, and go to San Francisco where there is human excrement on the streets. People urinate wherever they want. They shoot up wherever they want. That sure as fuck doesn't sound like America to me. And we have this little phrase here in my home state now. And some people don't understand it, so let me explain it to you. If by some chance you win the lottery and you're allowed to move to the great state of Texas... Do not California our Texas, which means if you're leaving a place like California because you're tired of the crime and the violence and the shit and the taxes, then you moving to Texas and voting the exact same way will bring that here. We don't want that here. We will fight that here. We're not a bunch of pussies. So do not California our Texas. Yeah, like you California my Nevada, like Nevada was Californiaized. It was, it was completely. Ain't gonna happen here, motherfuckers. 
When I guest hosted uh, ages ago, we talked about what to do with porch pirates. Public punishment in the stocks, rotten veggies flung at them. The cops should have fucking snipers set off to pick up these Tuscan Raiders. Uh, look, look. We have these people that steal shit off porches. Right now is just a bad time in America because the good people are too busy working, getting along to fight back. When you finally keep us out of work and you finally take shit away from us, we will start to fight back and you're not going to like it. You're not going to like it at all. You're going to hate it. You're going to say this isn't fair. I'm going to be there, first one to say life is not fair. People that steal off of people's porches, they should be charged for a federal crime. You're stealing people's deliveries. That's a federal crime. I'm all for fucking shackling them up in the public square and throwing rotten fruit at them. Will that teach them? Probably not. I mean, look, I, I could I could talk about this for hours because this, this is the problem that we have. The rate of recidivism, or whatever that word is, of people committing crimes again once they leave prison is a high number. Why? I'll say it. Because prison's too easy. We've made prison easy. Prisoners have so many rights now, even though they didn't give a shit about somebody's rights. That's why they're in there. They have all these rights, and they fight for them. They tell people what rights they have and don't have. Yet they took somebody's life, and we're supposed to let them have rights too. And then you get the liberal idiots. They go, well, that's what makes us America, which is something I hate. I hate that phrase more than anything. And it's a true phrase. It, it, it really is a phrase if, because if we did what China did, we wouldn't be America anymore. But we give these people so many rights that, that prison, honestly, if you can kind of keep your head down in prison and just kind of go with the flow of things, it's what they call gladiator school. You send somebody in there for not too bad of a felony, the next time they go back in, It's for a much worse felony. Why? Because we're training them there. We're not treating them like subhumans that they are. And I'm sorry to say it, but hey, if you've gone to prison, you are are subhuman at some level. Because you took somebody's rights away from them. I just got a text message saying, I work in California prison. It's nothing more than an adult daycare. See, and that's the way it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be like that. It should be a prison. Now, I've never been to prison. I've spent a couple nights in jail here and there, and I've learned my lessons from then. And I'm not saying that everyone commits crimes who have been to prison, but the rate is something like 60 or 70%. So 7 out of 10 criminals who are released from prison will go back in. I would say that is an utter failure on our part as an American society 
that they go into this place that's supposed to be so fucking bad, and then they go back in. We can't punish anymore because pansy-ass faggots equate human rights to what should be done to prisoners. No, you commit a heinous crime, you're going to get fucked back by the people. You rob a train, you get fucking run over by a train as punishment. You rape a kid, you get raped by every perv with the worst drippy discharge in the world. If crime had real consequences, there would be a crime, but it would be far less than it is. Alicia says prison's a fucking joke. How about we run it like they do over in the Middle East? If you're caught stealing in the Middle East, do you know what they do? They cut off your right hand. Now, why is that such a big deal? Do you know? Do you know? You see, your right hand is the hand that you grab food with over in the Middle East. Now, your left hand wipes your ass. Your left hand wipes your ass and will now have to grab that food, and people aren't going to be that really happy when you go into the local market and they see you missing your right hand, and they see you pick up an apple or whatever fruit they eat over there with your left hand. You're putting shit on it in their eyes. They don't go for that. Myself and another female nurse walked around the track with uh, other inmates, some having weird mental uh, outbreaks, but not harming anyone. They get to be outside and play all fucking day if they want. No, no, they need to be in a room somewhere locked down. Sorry. And like I said, like I said, I I know people have been to prison. I, I, I know that they've done their time. And you know what they don't do? They don't break the law again. Now, I got a problem with that. They did their time, they paid their due to society, their debt, and now they're back on the streets. Now, if they fuck up again, guess what? Go back. I Honestly, this is what I think. I think we need to build the biggest prison ever. And all it's for is repeat offenders. You go there, you go there for life. I don't give a fuck what it is for. How many felonies did George, George Floyd have against him? How many? Arnie would be no longer able to shoplift from the Kabul Rite Aid. No. Can you imagine seeing all the, the right-handed less people in, in, in San Francisco right now if they were all caught stealing? Hmm. Unbelievable. But, hey, it's, it, it, it's the world that we've created. We've allowed it to happen. Florida has a new bill coming out to shield people from feeling discomfort over historic actions by their race, nationality, or gender approved by Senate committee. A bill backed by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis that would prohibit Florida's public schools and private businesses from making people feel discomfort or guilt based on their race, sex, or national origin received first approval Tuesday, meaning they don't buy the fucking white guilt. Good God, Braddy. Well, I guess, I guess Braddy decided today was the day that the cat was going to be completely let out of the bag about a certain ex-family member who's been excommunicated. 
Yes, that is true, what she wrote. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I just... Yeah, yeah. Oof. I, I, I honestly, I, I'm not going to say anything. I, I'm, I, I'm just going to go, hmm. If you know Braddy Kid and you know her email, email her. She'll be glad to tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and make sure you read what she said. Uh, uh, the, the, the second to last word is the most, the worst of it. When she says, your kids. Yeah. Oh, boy, that's icky. Hot Mom says it's not a shocker, though. He was shaped like Grimace. Not a surprise. Easy. Easy on fat guys now. Come on. Not all of us are like that. Yes, it is true. It is very, very true. I'm sorry to say. He beats children, Gary touches them. Jesus. I remember meeting him at the ass barbecue. Doesn't surprise me. I had creepy feelings of him when he had our family barbecue. What the fuck did I come back for? Yeah, Douglas. Disgusting human being. <laughs> Brady Kid just says. Yeah, you're bad. You're bad, my ass. Red, white, and 530 says, I had bad feelings about most clampers. I called it when he disappeared. The, yeah, yes, Douglas. Yep, mm-hmm. Glad I went solo to the barbecue. Yeah, oh, God, everybody, oh, man. All right, I'm going to take a break. I'll let y'all talk on the the messenger board because it's getting, it's getting a little tough there. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
back to the Arnie State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. Uh, Christopher, you it, totally accept what you did. He just sent me a, a message via messenger. I don't have time to, to text back, but uh, yeah, Christopher, that was A-OK. I appreciate what you did, so thank you, my friend. Sorry you're delayed at work today. Uh, let's go back to the last segment <laughs> where there was a gigantic bombshell dropped. Now, I, I've known about it for a while. There's a few people that have known about it for a while. Uh, let's go. I, I, I want to go back in time. We, we got to go back in time to one of the first times I ever met that person. Now, I'm not going to use any names. We all know who we're talking about here. I think the first true time that I met him and spent time with him was at the barbecue. ECV Gary, or, or, uh, there you go. Look at that. I'm already breaking the fucking rules with names. Like when they showed up, I thought the Gallagher's from Shameless showed up. You, you know, they they were kind of disheveled, which no big deal there. And they had their kids, and then they had a black kid. And I was like, "You bring a guest?" And they're like, "Oh no, that's ours." But it, they, it's, it's not like Liam on Shameless. Uh, somebody had an extramarital hoop-de-doo, and somebody accepted it. Cowboys Girl says, I just got here. What happened? L.M.A.O. <laughs> the Gallagher's. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that they are not the Gallagher's. Um, so... They show up, you know, and, and, and look, it, they decide to, to delve into their story to me about themselves, you know, and, and the, the highs and lows of methamphetamine. And, and after that, I didn't see them pretty much ever again. So I thank God of that. And then we get a, a note or a message or something, and it was from that person's wife. About what had done. Now, here's the thing. I didn't know it happened before. I just thought it happened that one time, and he got arrested for, you know, doing that to his own kid. I did not know that this was a reoccurrence. Braddy's got all the scoop on it. I mean, I heard what I needed to hear. I'm a man. All I have to hear is diddling kids, and I'm done with you. Um, but I, I've lost all contact. I don't think, I don't think Brady gets in contact with anybody else either. By the way, Alicia, thank God I'm on your good side. I've seen the ways that you want to fucking torture people. And I'm so happy that I'm on your good side. And by the way, if I ever get on your bad side, you have to remember, I have a get out of jail free card because your ass made me walk 16 fucking miles in Sacramento after I did a stand-up show because you wanted to go get a burger somewhere. I did it. I didn't really complain that much. I mean, I did complain, but not as much as i known to be complaining about it. So I have my get-out-of-jail card for you. But my God. I mean, I, I remember when I heard this, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it, I mean, I, I don't know if 
if there's been anything set up for the kids. I don't know what's going on with everything. I just know that he is a sick fucking person. And, yeah. Yeah, he's in the right place now. So there you go. Hot Mama says, you're still bitching about that. You're goddamn right. My calves still hurt. Can't we just talk about COVID? Well, we're going to move on. We are going to move on. If if you have any more questions, Braddy Kid knows it all. Email her. BraddyKid21 at Hotmail.com. There you go. If you want the whole story, there it is. <laughs> Cash App Arnie, I will talk for the right price. Oh, Oh, man. Oh, isn't this great? Isn't this fantastic? A biological female member of the Penn University women's swimming team said she believes that her teammate and transgender swimmer, Lee Thomas, colluded with Yale transgender transgender swimmer, Isaac Hennig, who's transitioning female to male, during a 100-meter freestyle race on January the 8th. Why are you giving out my personal shit? <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. Oh, you love it. Now, I really wish I smoked a joint with Tim at that barbecue. So, Brady, do you want to just collect email addresses from us so you can copy and paste the story for us? <laughs> uh, Sweet Caroline says, good morning, ass family. Well, hello there, Sweet Caroline. How are you today? The swimmer granted anonymity due to what is viewed as threats from the university activist in current political climate believes that Mr. Thomas, who's reportedly been comparing himself to Jackie Robinson, cooked up this plan before their tri-meet with Yale and Dartmouth. Isn't that amazing? That when you get a group of people together that have the same mind frame, with this, that they're going to collude and they're going to cheat regular people. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. By the way, the NCAA is going to have to do something about this. Otherwise, this is going to continue. We're going to get females coming out and colluding, saying that there's collusion going on. It's going to get a lot worse than it is better. When it comes to this topic, here's what should happen. NCAA should come out. The Olympic Committee should come out. Every fucking sports body out there should come out. Every um, amateur sports body. Professionals, if you want to do it, see, there's a reason why there are no transitioning members in the NFL or in the NBA or Major League Baseball or the NHL. The reason being is... They couldn't hang. They, they, they can't have distractions. When you're at that level, there's no such thing as distractions. When you're at the amateur level, you're an amateur. And you can get away with a lot more. Do you think Nick Saban would allow a transitioning player on his football team? And I'm asking this question totally serious. You think Nick Saban would allow that? And the answer is no. Not because he's transphobic. No. I don't know what Nick Saban is. 
He would not allow it because it's a distraction. It is. Like it or not, it's a distraction. I'm sorry to all the trans people out there that are just trying to live their best life. Good for you. Great. But when it comes to groups of teams and things like this, this is a, tr- this is a huge distraction. And teams can't have distractions. Um, I'm not surprised at this. I'm not, I'm not surprised that, that somebody is going through this and doing this to the NCAA and all ruling bodies. I won't be surprised when I see it happen in other sports as well. I, I, we, we need to get to a point where in this country the word no is still allowed. I think that's been the one word that's been erased from the lexicon of our society. When they changed Bruce Jenner's awards to Caitlin, did they change it from men's sports to women's? No. No, they didn't. And that's, that's interesting you bring that up, Steph, because if you look – Let's see. Hold on a second here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google so we can all do this. Let's see. We'll Google results from 1976 Olympic decathlon because that's when Bruce Jenner won. This is the first thing that comes up. On July 30th, 1976, American Caitlyn Jenner, who was competing as Bruce Jenner, wins the gold medal in, decath- in the men's decathlon and sets a world record. Now, Olympopedia.com, uh, uh, it says decathlon men's Olympedia. Bruce Jenner is still mentioned as Bruce. But there are a lot of places that register him as Caitlin winning. People that are uh, for this trans shit in sports aren't athletes and don't understand why. Jiu-jitsu, for example, is a combat art that is helpful for smaller opponents against larger opponents. Now, does that mean if a larger opponent that knows it isn't going to have the advantage? Of course they fucking do. When I grapple with males, they are uh, my, my size or even. Smaller is different than going against women. Mm-hmm. Trans women want to just uh, want to appropriate women and wear it as a suit. That's just fucking basic biology, and I'm sorry that biology triggers your weak-ass feelings. You see uh, that Matt Walsh interview with the trans couple on Dr. Phil sent those trans into an anxiety and depression spiral? Fuck those people. Oh, I, I you know, this whole thing with anxiety and shit like that, I have a story coming up next. That's going to blow your fucking mind as far as we go for anxiety and shit in this society. The fact of the matter is, is that you're going through something and you want the rest of us to feel just as bad as you do. Well, I don't want to. So I'm going to just politely say no. No, I'm not going to do that. No. To me, there's male and female. No. You, you can talk to me all you want, and, and, and I will listen. I will sit there. I will gladly let you speak 
whatever truth you believe you're speaking. And I'm just going to tell you, it goes in through my right ear and it goes right out my left ear with no retention. You want to know why? Because I have more important shit to worry about. That's why. I'm not saying it's not important. It's important to you. And I've always said, no matter what the problem is, if people have problems, they're real problems to them. Trans people have real problems to them. But it's just to them. I don't think that personally, like, I order a lot of shit and everything that's going on right now in L.A. Honestly, it would be like me ordering something. And it doesn't get delivered, and I want to shut down the entire postal system. Well, that's a problem to me, but not a problem to any, anybody else who didn't order anything. It's not a problem, but if I shut down the entire postal system, then it's a problem for everybody else. And that's what's going on right here. We're not practicing in empathy anymore which is that we can feel bad for people. We're making people feel bad on purpose for them. And if you don't feel bad for them, you will be canceled in society. This whole trans movement, hey, more power to you. If that's what's going to make you happy and not bitch and moan and talk about how awful the world is, and it's going to, A, shut you the fuck up, and get it done. But get it done on your own time. Consider the world like Mr. Hand's classroom. You're wasting our time. Don't give me the Jeff Spicoli speech of it's our time. No, it's not. It's not our time. It's our time, but not our time, if you know what I mean. If you want to go through all this, you want to get your cock chopped off, you want to get a fucking dick added to you, more power to you. Hey, God bless you. You want to fucking be a brony, you go out and be a brony. I don't care. But don't tell me it's normal or it's cool because it's not. Being a brony is not cool at all. It's weird. And I can only see one person now, and that's somebody that we just talked about who did heinous things to his own children as a brony. Super articulate on every point, and you could see the hamster falling off its wheel in their fragile heads. Would you interview me? I'd interview me. (laughs) Hey, Ogre, name of that song? Ogre, I can't think of the day. Is it is is it wild horses? So uh, whenever we start, no, it's not wild horses. What the hell's the damn name of the song? Uh, goodbye horses. Good bye. No, it's not. Oh yeah, there it is. So whenever we talk about these people. We're going to have this playing in the background. Arise says, so I'm working on submitting a $1.7 million federal grant. 
I had to do a non-discrimination statement and include a statement we had to create on gender. You know how hard it was to write uh, that these days so that whoever reads it in the federal government isn't offended and wants to fund my damn grant, yet hold true to the fact that we didn't want to acknowledge all the other woke crap? Good Lord. Fuck me, I'd fuck me. Penis tucked in. I seen him come, I seen him go. He said, all things pass into the night. And I said, oh no, sir, I must say wrong. I must disagree, oh no, sir. I imagine at one time this was probably a really good song. But it, it's been so it's been so ingrained in Silence of the Lambs. No. Oh my gosh. All right, let's go on with further. It, this is where we are. Uh, who sings that? That is uh, Q Lazarus. Uh, are you ready to lose your mind? I, I can't make this shit up, people. If I could, I'd be a billionaire in Hollywood. No, I, I don't know if he was a brony, Christopher. I just pictured him as that. M&M's. You know, the delightful treat that'll melt in your mouth, not in your hands. Have gone to the woke side. The green M&M will no longer be wearing stilettos. And now we'll be wearing sneakers and her rivalry with brown M&M in order to reflect more dynamic, progressive world. The changes, which will take effect immediately, gives the characters a more modern look to emphasize each character's personalities. The biggest changes appear to be between the two female M&Ms, the green and brown. Mars, the maker of the candy, has been criticized in the past for making green M&Ms too sexy and a possible flirtation with the brown M&M. The solution appears to the green M losing her stilettos in favor of sneakers and the brown M&M wearing slightly lower heels than before. Mars wants the green M&M to be better represented to reflect confidence and empowerment as a strong female. The red M&M, who is vaccinated between leader and bully towards other M&Ms, will be adjusted to a more kind to his fellow characters. The orange M&M will address his anxiety. Really? Do, do, do people really notice this? I, 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 I mean, honestly, they, they, they're talking M&Ms. They, 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 they're not real. They, you, you see how when we take shit too far, it gets to be where it's really stupid, and I don't want to eat M&Ms anymore? Hell, I didn't even know they had fucking shoes on to begin with. 
I got a meme today of purple M&M who has an S on the stomach and said it was a, they were a trans M&M wanting to identify as a Skittle. <laughs> now that's funny. Coming soon to movie theaters, M&M commercials where the blue one has tits and a crotch bulge. Can they make the yellow M&M an Asian while <laughs> No, because that's the dumb one. Ugh. God damn, Madonna's daughter is ugly. Shows her taking a picture without makeup on. Hootie, watcha. Andrew 214 yells, emotional damage. I mean, I mean, honestly. Do the people at Mars not have more important stuff to do? You see, this is what I was talking about. This shit comes into our world. And now we have to stop everything and address the shoes that M&Ms are wearing. By the way, the green M&M has gone from wearing boots to what looked like the old Stan Smith Adidas. Now she looks like a dyke. And the brown M&M, who's got her, her lower heels on, she just looks like a bitch. We're worried about the M&M characters? Don't worry about the fact that Russia's about to invade Ukraine and China's about to take over Taiwan. No, what we need to worry about right here in America is the shoes that the green M&M is wearing. They'll introduce the they-them-zerb bar. The white chocolate M&Ms are institutionally racist. Cancel them immediately. I love the white chocolate M&Ms. Those are delicious. <laughs> I'm so thankful for this. Those M&Ms likely like, really caused anxiety and nightmares for me because they weren't inclusive enough. Is it racist to eat M&M's while climbing Mount Everest? Probably not. <sighs> like, honestly, I, I just sit back and I see these stories and I'm just like, you, you, you can't be serious. And then it is serious. Uh, I asked the mister last night why they're going to make different shapes and sizes when the whole point of M&M's is that they're the same size in the bag. He blew up my argument by saying, well, the peanut ones are all different size because of peanuts. That's true. But the regular ones aren't. Are, are they going to do that now? Are they changing the size? Why are they doing this? Look, man, I, I'm, I'm in favor of M&M's trying new shit. I don't necessarily like the caramel or the peanut butter flavored ones. I, you know, I think they've gone a little too far. It's like they're in bed with the Oreos people, and Oreos loses their mind every once in a while, and they introduce some fucking, you know, mouthwash Oreo. And what about the brown majority of Reese's Pieces? They're overtaking the black M's. That article you read has a statement saying that they're making the cartoon ones different shapes. Okay. Well, I know all the cartoon ones are different shapes and sizes, and... I, I just 
stop. Just stop. They're fucking... They're, they're animated feature. I, I mean, look. They're M&Ms. They're, they're not even human. Like, they, I can't even go to the argument of what they're doing with, you know, the, the comic books, even though those are made-up characters as well, that they're turning gay or bi-curious and they're doing all this shit too. Now, we're doing it to pieces of candy? Huh? Uh, 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 no, uh-uh, no, th- this is stupid. This is just more stupidity. More stupidity in a world riddled full of nothing but fucking stupidity. Speaking of stupid, the stupidest guy in America, Mr. Anthony Fauci, allowed cameras to have a peak in his home. Now, I'm looking at my walls right now, and I'm a pretty arrogant person, yeah, right? You would, you would say I'm pretty fond of myself. Now, I'm looking in my room, looking in my room. There is one picture of me in this room, and it's when I was about two weeks old because it's the only photo of my birth mom, my dad, and both my sisters and me. It's the only family picture we have in existence. Me, Dad, Mom, Patty, Mary Jo. The only one. No picture like that exists anywhere else. Okay? Dr. Anthony Fauci. I'm sorry, Mr. Anthony Fauci. Let people into his home office. And he has a giant portrait painted of himself in his office. Along with three other photos of himself in his office. Now, I, I'm sorry, but there's narcissism, and then there is Mr. Anthony Fauci. Who gets a canvas print of themselves? I mean, I've never even gone that far. Special Kale says that doesn't surprise me. It, it doesn't surprise me either. I, I'm surprised that he let this out. I'm a, I, I am kind of surprised that he let this all out. There he is in his home office with all his books behind him and his paintings of himself. I'm sure he has a statue of himself in the backyard. By the way, uh, more more stupid shit happening in the world. The Teddy Roosevelt statue in front of the Museum of Natural History in New York. Yeah, it's been taken down right there in New York City. New York City! Yeah, yeah. Because I guess Teddy Roosevelt was a terrible person. You know, the guy who who decided to give us national parks and things like that. But he was a bad guy, so we got to take his statue down. He never did anything for America. We'll replace it with a, a statue of Mr. Anthony Fauci. All those medical books that have never been opened. I think there's one book up there, How to Throw a Baseball for Dummies, also not open. So there you go. So if you're ever wondering about Anthony Fauci, yeah, he's pretty much in love with himself. 
Fauci has a sex doll of himself because he'd fuck him. Do you think <laughs> when he walks into the room, do you think do you think that Mr. Fauci, just whenever he walks in, starts dancing, taking his shirt off? I'd fuck COVID. Would you fuck COVID? I don't want to think about him naked dancing. That's wrong. That is, that is so wrong to think about him dancing like that. No. No, yeah, let, let, let's picture our good old Galeen. Yeah, we have an update on old Galeen Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell did not have a good day yesterday. Her estranged husband, Scott Borgerson, has been seen in public embracing and kissing his new girlfriend on romantic walks. He did this after he called Galeen in jail and said, Honey, it's over. I just received my copy of the real Anthony Fauci in the mail and can't wait to read it. It's by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Jesus. I think this is great that Galeen got dumped while she was in the can on a phone call because texts weren't available. That is awesome. Yeah, honey, it's over. Bye. She can't call him back. This is the greatest breakup in the history of time. God bless it. It was a man that did it. Oh, this is the perfect breakup. She can't call you back. She can't text you. Her friends can't get at you. And you're free to go out and fucking shake it like a fucking tail feather. Oh, yeah. Scott Borgeron, 46, is kissing and hugging his new girlfriend, Chris McGuinn, in the Manchester-by-the-Sea, Massachusetts. Borgeron enjoyed alone time with McGinn last week before whisking her away for a weekend of skiing. All while his ex-wife faces 65 years in prison. She's a yoga enthusiast and a local journalist covering food and cultural trends. She's a podcaster. She split from her husband in 2020. Couple met at a secluded forest enclave near the $2.4 million home he once shared with Galeen. That's fantastic. Oh, it's perfect. Her man breaks up with her, then they find her dead from an apparent suicide. Yeah, Hillary's got this one all mapped out. She put a backstory in there this time, too. That's almost as good as the guy that put his ex girlfriend or his ex's phone number on Craigslist to call and leave Chewbacca noises for a chance to win $100. <laughs> I got to have some water in my throat to be able to do it. I can do it when I yawn. When I yawn, I can do it really well. But I, I don't have a yawn on me right now. 
You think his quality looks for is women and she hates kids? I hope so. Uh, all right. So there you go. So Jocelyn Maxwell is now single. Anybody wants to start a pen pal relationship? Hey, ECB Carry. <laughs> Might have a new pen pal. That was wrong. That was so wrong of me. God, that was bad. Uh, all right. Thanks to Brett for sending me this story. I appreciate it. Yesterday I was talking about it. was either yesterday or the day before I announced that the fight might be on between Jake Paul and Mike Tyson. Well, when Mike Tyson was out for dinner in L.A. with his family, a reporter seemed eager to get his opinion on a potential Jake Paul fight. And to everyone's surprise, Mike Tyson just ignored it and walked by. Now, that, him to ignore it, here it is. Oh, wow, we got the video of it. We're going straight in. Here comes the champ. Hey, champion. Up, how you doing, champ? So, how do you feel about that rumor of the fight with Jake Paul? Any slight chance for him? Mike Tyson Boys. just walking by. Champion. Any worse? No? No. Champion. And you're champion. You call him champ, you damn foreigner. You don't call him champion. You call him champ. But let me just tell you, Mike Tyson would eat Jake Paul. There's only one person on this fucking planet I think could could even stay in the ring with my... And that's Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's the only human I think that could fucking stand toe-to-toe. And I don't think he stands toe-to-toe that long with him. I don't know how good Brock's chin is. I wish this fight happens because he gives zero shits about no knockout rule and he eats his ears in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, look, man, this is why I want this fight to happen because he's going to hit him with a body shot that knocks him out. Mike Tyson's going to hit him in the liver. Have you ever been hit in the liver? I've never been hit in the liver, but I've read about it and I've heard people describe what it's like. I don't ever want to be hit in the liver. That's all Mike Tyson's got to do. I thought you were going to say Tyson King. No, no, not Tyson King. Maybe the only other guy that could stand toe-to-toe with him would be Tyson Fury. Maybe Tyson Fury. <laughs> Lesnar has small ears. More of a challenge for Iron Mike. I just want to see Tyson give a body blow to Paul and watch him crumble like a paper bag. Tyson will hit him with the old heart punch. He's going to do the Kill Bill five-point, you know, exploding palm trick. Because Mike Tyson would know that. If anybody in the world knows the the five-point pressure exploding heart trick that the the Shaolin did, it's going to be Mike Tyson. And by the way, when you when you, I mean, I think that's the coolest part of ever winning a heavyweight championship is that you can always be called champ. Don't call him champion. Oh, uh, hello, champion. Champion, hello. No, call him champ, dumb fuck. Mike Tyson's looking at you going, what am I champion of? I'm not the champ. I'm the champ, but not the champion.
Tyson's fist would start glowing like a video game powering up, and then bam, Jake Paul turns into a pile of organs. Which, by the way, is still too good. Let's let's melt those down and just throw them in the in the, in the fucking uh, off the earth. We'll put them on the next fucking Bezos missile wiener, and we'll just discharge that into the fucking universe. Speaking of missiles, this is not about a missile. This is about a guy who likes to build rocket ships, though. Elon Musk. Elon Musk's new brain chip startup prepares for first ever human trials. He's got his first human trials. Who signs up for this to have a chip stuck in their brain? Brain computer interface technology. Neuralink is what it's called. It's conducted trials on pigs and monkeys, including a successful experiment involving a nine-year-old macaw capable of playing video games using only its mind. The firm eventually hopes to use the technology to allow human AI symbol symbosis. Early human trials, which Mr. Musk said last month will take place in 2022, will involve people with paralysis using Neuralink's interface to gain direct neural control of a computer cursor. I just think it's weird that we want to build chips for humans now. I mean, I, I want you to think about something. Have you ever been on one of those, like, just you're, you're driving around and you start thinking, and you really, really get wrapped up in this thought? I've, I've had this thought before about the human body. You want to talk about something that was designed phenomenally? That's the human body. You can just wiggle your toes, but your brain sent that message like 10 seconds before that you're going to wiggle your toes. The human body is pretty damn good. Now, when the human body starts to break down, that's it. But now they want to put in... Brain computer interfacing? I don't know about that, man. That 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 to me is getting a little that that that's a little scary. Cause how long before you you allow you know companies to sell ad times on whatever the chip is in your brain? To where all of a sudden every day at three thirty two you think of Pringles. I mean I think of Pringles pretty much twenty four hours a day, but that's just my fucked up brain. Is he trying to be able to download the mind so when the body fails, you can live forever? I'm not sure. He's not really talking a lot about it. But why would you want to live forever if you ain't got a body? It means you can't talk. No, I, I, I don't want any part of that, man. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I think you're opening up Pandora's box when you start putting chips in people's heads and start doing that kind of stuff. I know, call me crazy, call me wackadoo, but I think putting chips in, in people's head is wrong. I mean, we've seen firsthand how bad it is. Look at our president. Oh, wait, he doesn't have a chip in his head? Oh, my God. That's just him? Fuck, maybe the chip would help him. I doubt it, though. 
I heard the other thing with Elon Musk. It's like, just... <sighs> rub my temple. Um, Elon, why don't you go out and enjoy some of your billions? That's the thing I don't understand about multi-billionaires, and I, I understand this is what keeps them multi-billionaires, but you've acquired all this money and shit. Why don't you go out and have some fun? I mean, if you're a billionaire and you buy, like, a $400,000 watch, yeah, that's kind of cool. But come on, man. Come on. Really? You're going to invest in chips and go into outer space? How about you have the world's greatest party? Have any of these motherfuckers seen Terminator? No, exactly. We don't want Skynet. I don't want Skynet. Do you want Skynet? I don't want Skynet. Uh, let's see. Yep. Oh, yeah. We, we covered that straight fire. You were obviously working. Didn't hear it. Yeah, Louis Anderson's uh, dead. 68 years old. The German government is upset at an influencer. Czech real estate tycoon Radom Passer has been officially scolded by German Transportation Ministry for driving 259 miles an hour in a Bugatti Chiron on the Autobahn. Billionaire, how about you feed the homeless people or build some small homes? Think outside the box if you're rich. Be like that kid in the toy and play a black guy and buy a black guy. Great movie. Richard Pryor, Jackie Gleason, fantastic film, The Toy. Scotty Schwartz. Now, wait, wait. Germany has bragged forever about the Autobahn. That's all we've ever heard is the Autobahn. No speed limit on the Autobahn. So somebody gets a fucking car and can go 255 miles an hour and they're going to yell at him? Those fucking wacky Germans are at it again. There's no consistency or logic there. Futuristic movies are just prepping the masses to accept what they have planned for the future. AI already knows us better than anyone else in our lives. Yeah, oh yeah, I agree. And now we got idiots that have enough money to do it. Oh, is this video of it? Okay, hold on. There he goes. He stopped. Now it's time to go. Pulls onto the Autobahn. The dude wore a racing fire suit with no helmet. His passenger had a leather jacket and t-shirt on. He's going 175 miles an hour right now. I'm watching this video. Boom. That guy got passed. Like he was standing still. Come on, man. Get it up to 300. I'm ready. I'm ready to see 255. Moving right there. 
Vroom. Can you imagine you hit a speed bump? You're done. Cow walks in the middle, done. So the, the, the government of Germany said, no, 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 you can't do that. He got let off with the room, and they used to bake people for just being Jewish, right? I mean, yeah, look, you can't brag about having the Autobahn and then not letting a motherfucker drive almost 300 miles an hour on that. NBC announced yesterday that they will not be sending broadcasters to the Olympics. Then, then why have it on TV? I, I mean, they, so what they're going to do is what they did, I think, for the last Olympics. They're going to have two people sit in the Olympic room, and they're going to go over the day's events that way. But that room is going to be stationed back in America somewhere, and if they show hockey or something, they'll have somebody come in and call the hockey game from the friendly confines of their local studios. So dumb. Why, why, why even go ahead with them? You can't clap. Oh, you can clap. You can't cheer. No, n- no people are going to be at the games. I'm wondering how the no people at the Olympics, and I'm only wondering this just to kill some time here because I really could give two fucks. Uh, are they still planning on doing an opening ceremony if they have no fans? With all the pomp? I should. I think they should just say, okay, here's who's here. And they just name the countries real quick, and nobody marches. You just go do your thing. That's dumb. I don't want to see people in Kenosha, Wisconsin calling a game of curling. Uh, Hang down, Jensen Zwanback just had a very interesting work meeting. Apparently, they're opening a COVID testing site in my building, 10 feet from the door of my office. They're taking over the space next to me. We share a front lobby, main front door, and fucking air. I'm suddenly feeling quite ooky. I'm already feeling feverish. Can't blame you. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I think these will be the lowest-rated Olympic Games in the history of the Games because nobody cares about them anymore. They're stupid, and now they're so woke that nobody really will ever care about them again. <laughs> mm, Ogre, you have a point. I am, in fact, too sexy for my pants. I'm telling you, you want to work from home. Jen said, Jen, you want to feel ooky? Scroll back in today's conversation about ECB Gary. God damn. All right, final story of this break. Did anybody get to see that? Yesterday was a great day for videos. And I'll share the video with you. This is pretty fucking awesome what happens. So we had the big car crash in L.A. I've tapped it to unmute it, and now I want to play this video. I do not want to play the ad, though. 
Can the video play? Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, I guess the video is not going to play. Damn it to hell. Well, you can find it all over social media. It's pretty fantastic. Um, this gal, what's her name? Uh, Tori Yorgi, a reporter from the NBC affiliate of Huntington, West Virginia, was about to go and do a live shot. Oh, wait. Oh, we got video now? Okay, good. Thank you, Wingstop. Or whatever you are. Here we go. Now to a frightening moment that played out on live television. Tori Yorge, a reporter for WSAZ, that's the NBC affiliate in Huntington, West Virginia. She was about to do a live report this when she was awesome. accidentally hit by a car. Take a look. Phenomenal. Unfortunately, in freeze thaw, we see this water main breaks. There she is. Boom! <laughs> Hit by a car, but I'm okay. I just got hit by a car, but I'm well, okay, Tim. That's first um, for I'm you on okay. TV, Tori. Dude, good. I gotta tell you, I'm okay. Yeah, the guy in the studio is a rock. I mean, she continued the news story. God bless. Well, listen to Me her. For you, it's all good. I actually got hit by a car in college too, just like that. Wow. I am so glad I'm okay. Yeah. You're okay. Uh, we're so oh glad too, Tori. So the driver of that SUV did stop to make sure she was okay. Oh but get this, your guy who was all alone. No photographer. Yeah. As you can see there, she goes on to finish the live shot with the report about the weather situation there. That gal is a pro. Virginia. Later, she did go to the hospital to get checked out. She is said to be doing just fine this morning. Talk she about Man, the dude in the studio did not even blink. That guy is my new hero. That was amazing. He's just standing there watching her like, get up, get up. It's happened to the best of us. Arnie, did the biker die? What, the biker in L.A.? Yeah, oh, yeah, he died. When you Cirque Soleil yourself like that, and by the way, by the way, uh, uh, new word here on the show. When I say Cirque Soleil, that means you are just up in the air flipping around doing whatever. You're not actually a member of Cirque Soleil. Motherfucker hits a car going, what, 180 miles an hour? Motherfucker, yeah, I, I think his his spine came unattached from his neck as soon as he did that first flip. But yes, he died. Uh, dude in the news studio was like, "Well, that was different." His eyebrows raised, and that was it. That was all. It's because he hates her. Good for her. Allison Morris would have called the driver a certain word. That anchor didn't give a shit. That anchor's like, well, all right, fuck. Yeah, she's going to get more popular for this. She's a shitty reporter. I'm the anchor here. Can someone please put the bike video on the Superfans page? I want to see it. Oh, can somebody get on that? I can't. Uh, I'll, I'll work on it during this break. Man, oh, man, that was fucking awesome. I mean, yesterday was just a day of great videos. Hold on. Let, let's see. Hey, Christopher, I'm going to try to help you out right here, right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, motorcycle crash. Oh, is this it? Oh, this is it. Oh, man. This is so awesome. I hope it shows the whole thing. Christopher, there it is. Uh, let's see. Come on now, play. 
Play, damn it. I love the anchor girl. Like She's the second time getting hit by a car when she said to the lady that hit her, oh, honey, you're fine. You're all okay. Oh, man. There's the anchor lady who lost her shit. A motorcyclist crash into a car there at the intersection. Warning, graphic content. We have just seen, um, sorry, we just saw that uh, motorcyclist crash into oh. a car there at the intersection. I'm ready to finish. Oh, this is so good. There he goes, just riding his motorcycle. That motorcyclist uh, appearing to kind of stand up there on the motorcycle there oh, for yeah. a second. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, oh, oh, my gosh. Shakalaka! Uh, Oh, holy Christ! What, what, where was that at? Hey, stop. Stop, 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 stop. I wonder where that was. Was that 25 seconds? 30 seconds in? Go to about 22 seconds, hit play. Dude, this is awesome. This is fucking gnarly. It won't play again? So about 20, right at about 26 seconds. Uh, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, you don't see motherfuckers get lit up like that all the time. That motherfucker went straight Stark Soleil. Whew. God damn, that was badass. Hey, man, I, I, I'm I sorry, I'll say it. You fuck around, you find out in this world. <laughs> in all caps, holy fuckballs. That was straight up Mad Max shit right there. Oh, man. I just want to massage myself when I watch videos like that. Okay, Steph just sent me her. Oh, the bug flying in the mouth of a reporter. Well, this is so funny. I, I'll play this through my phone here. Let's see. I love this video. Wait, hold on. Where's the video? that led to Chris Wood's death. Hold on. What really happened on that Thursday here at Augusta High School that led to Chris Wood's death? I'm dying in this fucking country ass fucked up town. <laughs> He was so polished at the beginning of that report. That reporter is so good. Oh, man. <laughs> I like I like seeing those videos that are out there of news people like blunders and shit. Because nobody takes themselves more seriously than news people. But nobody are bigger alcoholics than news people. Like, they, they believe their own hype. I, I worked in a newsroom for eight months, and I've worked with news people my entire 30 years in broadcasting. Giant egos. And, and, and sometimes you have to have that, depending on what role you have in the, in the media. But you didn't need a giant ego when you were working in Reno, Nevada. And this guy who's in Augusta, Georgia working, doing whatever kind of fucking story that isn't, fucking related to the masters nobody cares about it falling and shit dead uh straight fire says i'm glad this happened play stupid games hope the car hit wasn't damaged too badly 
Oh, I'm sure it's going to get totaled out. That motorcyclist looks like he hit a banana peel in Mario Kart the way he flipped. <laughs> that biker high five Jesus for real. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Uh, but there you go. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the nombre here at the show. It's Friday. We're going to keep going. Happy Friday, everybody. We got one more break to go.
1357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Finishing this week strong, baby. Couple days I was down and out. Now I'm back. Still pooping too much, though. Goddamn. Uh, Alicia says, it, 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 now Alicia, she says, oh, I'd like to announce I've lost two pounds. Only three more to go, at least according to Arnie since every woman can stand to lose five pounds. Now, if you're going to quote me, let's go ahead and get the quote right of things that I used to say on the air. And that was every woman could stand to lose ten pounds. Not five. It was ten. I hate to be the red pinner here, but I am very proud of what I used to do because, see, I did that for one reason and one reason only. When I would say stuff like that, whenever I was shown a picture of a celebrity female who had gained some weight or something, everybody knew I was going to be the fucking dick, right? And I made that statement up so I could piss off a certain member of the show. Like, like, like let, let, let me explain like how, how this show worked, or at least how mine, my mind worked in the show. My first job in there was to entertain the listeners. That was that was my first job. And I took my first job very serious when I when when I was on the air and I, I still do. I still try to entertain you first and foremost. My number 2 is to entertain myself because if I'm not having a good time then I'm not going to be able to ha- let y'all have a good time. But your good time is more important than mine. And I came up with that line because I I knew how it it would affect <laughs> Because you see, <laughs> I'm not one of these people that go around and always talk about my alcohol. You, you have to talk to me, and then I'll tell you about my alcoholism or my drug abuse. Okay, I don't walk around with that going, you know, I know how to solve these problems. I, I don't. I know how to solve them for me. I don't know how to solve them for you. Um, but <laughs> would let it be known that she was a recovering, and I know how hard this is to believe. Everybody's sitting down. At one time, <laughs> was bulimic. Now, if you were to look at that person today and say that person was once bulimic, you'd be like, you are out of your fucking mind. But that person was. And every time I said that, she got, or that person, I shouldn't say she because that gives it away, but uh, that person would get so mad. Uh, Ernie, you realize there are girls out there right now who are just uh, that are about to die or vomit because of what you said. I said they aren't going to die or vomit because of what I said. They're going to die and vomit because of what they are doing. I am not the one sticking my finger down their throat. And by the way, a guy, a fat guy, saying women could stand to lose ten pounds is so preposterous. It is so stupid that that I was allowed to judge people based on my size. And I still do. And it still makes me laugh. So congratulations, Alicia, on your two pounds. Only eight more to go. (laughs) Uh, Alicia then says, Steph, I meant to ask you, how's your doggy doing? And Stephanie says, "Uh, my sweet 14-year-old soul is doing way better than expected. 
Still have my girl. Thanks for asking. There you go. Um, Arise is really pumped because uh, the 25th season of South Park coming on. Uh, they have a 30-piece orchestra playing a new song every day from the old episodes. It's fucking amazing. Okay. <laughs> well, he says, oh, my bad. Well, then eight more to go. Laughing emoji. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, it was always 10 pounds. Ooh, snap, girl. Time to get on that treadmill. Get yourself an eating disorder. Uh, it always made me laugh. You played it uh, with <laughs> like a cat with a retarded ball of yarn. Well, see, that was the thing. Like, I would come into work. I was always the first one in the studio because I always get everywhere early. If you know me, you know I'm early. I'd always get into work. I'd, I'd make sure, like, I didn't have a lot to do. Here, I'll, I'll take you a little behind the scenes. I didn't have a lot to do with preparing the show. I had to be prepared, meaning I went on news sites and I looked up things and I, and I made sure that I was aware of what was happening in the world. I was not privy to any of the stories earlier. And that's the way I've designed this show, except that I do find all the stories. I mainly find them based on headlines, though. Because what made our show so great at that time was the natural reactions that two-thirds of the show would have. No matter what. If somebody had a story they were coming in with, they wouldn't tell the others. So two-thirds of the show would be surprised, and that's the way, you know, uh, Scab would run the show. And that's the way I run this show is I find the stories based on headlines, and then I wait and read them to where you can have my natural reaction on the show. And I tried to explain that to my old boss, the ugly-shirted guy. He, he didn't like it because when I was working with dog shit and jerk off, I was like, I can't know too much about the story. Because if I know too much about the story, then I know about the story, and I'll correct people when they make wrong assumptions about the story, and then it's not entertaining or fun. So just let me just sight-read everything. He's like, no, you got you got to be prepared. And I was like, well, that's fucked. But I did it because he was my boss, and he told me what to do. I'm on it, Chris, grabbing some x lax later. Oh, gosh. He laughs and says, you get it, yeah. Uh, the uh, he-he of today is the mirror universe of bulimic. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Job of the Hut took one look and said, whoa, pace yourself. <laughs> well, she's really pushed back and fucking ate the bulimic side of herself. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, they're just meat suits after all. Uh, and Scab would read and research beforehand to make it look like he knew everything about the story when, in fact, it was just a jerk-off, like Alex Trebek appearing smart when he has all the answers in front of him. Yep, that is true. At any time he was called out on something, he had no answer. It was suddenly time for a commercial break or someone allegedly cursed on the air. Yeah, well, I can't deny any of that. Let, let, let me say this real quick. I have to publicly apologize. I should not have done what I did with Braddy Kid and her email earlier. She called me on it, and I was wrong for it, and I apologize for it. Uh, please don't email her. 
I'm going to have to go back and edit the show, but uh, I apologize for that. It's my fault, my bad. I was all caught up in the angst of the moment, having fun. I was not trying to be mean. I was not trying to, 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 to pay back for anything. I was just caught up in the moment, and I apologize. There you go. Um, uh, now, to continue with today's show, I told you guys a story about a Texas teenager who shot his girlfriend 22 times. Now, I don't know if he, he did that because he thought he was a bad shot, or if this was a tad bit of what they like to call uh, uh, overkill. Anywho, Frank DeLeon, 17, was arrested. 17 in the state of Texas, you are tried as an adult. It's happened down in Houston, because that shit don't happen up here. Investigator Sal Alvarez was killed after learning DeLeon was in a romantic relationship with another girl and agreed to meet him at a park. So he's seeing somebody else, so the way he gets rid of his girlfriend is he gets rid of his girlfriend by shooting her 22 times. His bond has been set at $250,000. The mother of the girl says he doesn't deserve a bond. How, how is it now that this is the second time in the state of Texas, you know, where we're all loosey-goosey with guns and we don't care and we hate criminals here? This is the second time a shooting has happened. I don't know if he's out yet, but his bond will only be $25,000. Now, I know I say it will only be $25,000, but they only take 10% of what your bond is set at. You get a bail bondsman, you, you can get bailed out. Remember the kid who shot up the school, shot four kids and a teacher in the school in Arlington a few weeks ago, and he was bailed out the next day? This kid could be getting that too. And he's somebody who shot another human being 22 times. 22 times. Now, he can get bond. If I'm the judge, his bond is $50 million. You come up with $5 million, I'll let you out of jail. This is amazing to me that these people are getting, and I know that you get bail and you get bond and you're guaranteed that in the Constitution and blah, 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 blah. Man, he shot his girlfriend 22 times. Do you really think this guy needs to be walking the streets? I don't. Well, he says, I had an eating disorder from 12 to about 23, 24. It stays with you to some degree, but I can still laugh at things when it comes to those issues. Maybe my dark humor is that mental Band-Aid. But I'm happy for it, and I think it's better people know how to laugh at things. I agree with you. I completely agree with you. You see, and and here's the other thing, too, Alicia. You know this. If you've dealt with it and you've moved on, nobody can ever hurt you with it. If you make fun of it and and, 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 and you move on, no big deal. But it's those people that don't realize it and they don't. They don't use it as a weapon for themselves. They let it be weaponized against them. They're never going to get it. And that person who I was talking about, the <laughs> never, ever going to get it. How many times do you need to reload to shoot 22 times? Well, at least three. I mean, that's a lot, unless he had three guns. But, yeah, dude's uh, dude's. 
still in jail, just waiting to get bonded out. Now, this is another story about a girlfriend and a boyfriend. This one's a little bit on the bullshit side here. Um, a vegan woman whose boyfriend didn't realize she'd been cooking him plant-based food for months reveals he won't see her again until she says sorry for her lies and betrayal. But critics say he's a baby with no respect. Now, now, once again, uh, that's awesome. He's standing up for what he believes in. My pistol has 15 rounds standard per magazine. Okay. So you only have to, boyfriend could have had a 25-round clip. Very true. Um. Critics are saying he's a baby because she's not telling him, uh, well, wait a second. What would the critics have to say if the roles were reversed? Just once again, the stupid Donald Trump, what if this was Donald Trump? What if the boyfriend had been serving the girlfriend who's a vegan meat for the last uh, month or two? What happens then? Oh, he's a horrible human being, right? See, this is, this is that bullshit. This is that bullshit that we were talking about. Okay for thee, but not for me. Oh, I can serve nothing but vegan food to my, my carnivore husband. He won't know the difference. But if that was the opposite way, that guy might get arrested. Who knows? Oh, you know he's going to fucking get criticized for it. Probably going to end up getting divorced. I, I, I'm so tired of the bullshit that's out there in this world where I, I guess a transgender can make fun of a straight person, but and that's okay, but do it the other way, then it's a hate crime. So now vegans can feed us their shit food, not tell us about it, and get away with it and have a nice little chuckle, little guffaw at us. But if we did that to them, we would be committing a hate crime as well. The time is now, people, to stand up and say bullshit. Uh, I don't know how guns or the bullet capacity is sure, which is why I asked. I only know what I see on TV, six, nine shots, and they're out. Yeah. Yeah, crime of passion, no, but take my meat away from me and you're dead. Maybe that's what happened to that kid in Texas. Maybe this is an update on this. Is it? No, it's not. It's not happening in Texas. Oh, she wrote about it on Reddit. Oh, let's read what she had to write. I'm 21 and a vegan and had been so for several years. I started dating my boyfriend about three and a half months ago. We've gotten along wonderfully except for the past issue. When we went out for dinner for the first time, I told him I was vegan when ordering my dish, and he just kind of went, oh, okay, cool, and started talking about something else because he's a well-adjusted member of society. Uh, 
It really never came up again as a point of discussion, though when he came over and I've made lunch and dinner, it's always been, I've always been uh, dishes. I've never tried to actively hide it from him. When he asked what we were having, I'd say things like burgers. And I assumed that he knew it'd naturally be something like Impossible Burgers. Whoop. See, you, you made that wrong move there. You assumed. Because once you assume, you're making an ass out of you and me. Remember that, kids. Uh, I didn't know about any of this fake meat shit until about a year ago, and I'm pretty fucking tuned in. Thank you for your responses. I didn't expect so many comments, and it would be overwhelming to respond to them individually, so I'm going to make the edit here. No, he's never helped me cook dinner. He usually waits in the living room and sets up a music playlist and sets the table and stuff. I don't mind that much since my apartment is small and the kitchen might get kind of cramped. I find cooking very relaxing, too, and tend to zone out. He doesn't ask about it other, uh, what are we having, and it's not discussed that much while we eat. If he had asked where I bought the ingredients or how I prepared the food, it's not like I would lie and say it was real meat. But when you tell somebody you're having burgers, let me let you in on the little way the world works. I'm sorry, the way the man's world works. If a guy says that he's going out and having burgers, he is eating the charred flesh of a cow. Okay, that's what a burger is. You can have all your Beyond Meat and your fucking, you know, spectacular chicken or whatever the fuck it's called. You can have all that. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. But when you tell us that we're having chicken, I expect some motherfucking chicken. Uh, So is this the fat girl and me Googling my favorite food places to see if I can get them in Virginia? Like the lack of round table pizza and porter subs, it's kind of freaking me out. We have two, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, round tables here. I did like round table pizza. Not as good as canned pieces, but still good. And then uh, we do not have porter subs. We, we have Jersey Mike, so I have to live with that. Uh, if my wife was serving me that garbage, first of all, I'd never, <laughs> first of all, I'd never wife a woman. For that shit, but if I did to, if it was done to me, we wouldn't be married so much no more, and I'd be fighting 100% custody of the children because she's a terrorist. Uh, Jen, be ready to give some of that up, uh, but besides that, there's still uh, we have the West Coast too, like Waterburger. Yeah, we got. I don't know if Virginia has Waterburger. You're, you're probably gonna have Waffle House though, so enjoy that. Let's see. Cosby will use this as defense on his appeal. The case of the girlfriend versus boyfriend. Vegan foods are fine to trick feed people, and quaaludes are vegan. I'm confused. What's the story? So the boyfriend got upset. The boyfriend is pissed off that she never told him she was feeding him non-meat. Like when they'd have burgers, he'd just go along with it. Maybe he didn't know what vegan meant. Maybe he's really dumb. Maybe he thought that was your religion. But, you know, all these people are calling him a bad person for it. 
No roundtable here, which sucks because even Mongolia has a roundtable. The way how I know vegans are retarded besides the fact that they always have to tell you they're vegan is because they like to play pretend and make your veggies taste and look like meat. Look, if meat's so bad, then fuck off with that shit. How could he not tell the difference? Yeah, I mean, honestly... Look, I, I, I remember when I went out and had a, a, a vegan burger at that place in Sacramento. And it wasn't horrible. I, I'll, I'll say this right now. It wasn't horrible. But I knew it wasn't a burger. I mean, I, I, as soon as I bit into it, I was like, yeah, it's not a burger. Hot Stephanie says, retarded vegetarian here. I don't understand how this works in a couple setting. Well, he'd be outside. He'd be in the living room when she was cooking dinner. He wouldn't go in there and see the, you know, Beyond Meat patties. He probably thought Beyond Meat was like just the name of a company. That is so good, it's beyond tasting like meat. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that that that's still a dick move. Would she prefer a rubber dick over his real meat? Who knows? Maybe. Don't ask the questions you don't really want answers to. Uh, this story came out yesterday about Noah's New York bagels in California. Where did this one happen? This one ha- oh it happened down in Vacaville, so kind of a local story there. Every single staff member at the the Noah's Bagels in Vacaville walked off the job to stand by their general manager, who they say was wrongly fired. I'm a vegetarian. I'm a vegetarian. I'm a vegetarian there. Am I like every other person that chooses not to eat meat? Are we all the same? Am I as cool as kale yet? No, no, no. Nobody's as cool as kale yet. Um, Former employee, Beyonce Ceremontino, Handed in their keys, along with all the other employees, handed in their keys, New York Bagels in Vacaville. She filmed it, and it went viral. They said the employees threw in the towel because they believed that their manager, Bree Kowalski, was wrongfully terminated due to the fact that there was some favoritism amongst general managers. According to her, uh, Kalowski was told a few hours into her Friday shift that she was being put on suspension due to a complaint. When she got home, she found her last check and her termination letter in the mail. So everybody said, well, fuck you then. We're going to we're, we're going to close. I don't know about you. I don't know. I mean, this this. this you're going to have to be quite the manager for me to quit my job that I have to pay my bills because they fired you. I don't understand that. Like, hey, man, more power to you to walk out and show your friendship. You, you prove that you're a good friend. But if I'm a future, you know, employer and I look at this, I'm worried about you making friends at work. As an organization, we pride ourselves on providing a rewarding work experience for all of our team members as we seek to provide the best possible experience for our guests. 
That's what Noah Bagels had to say about it. Uh, seriously, though, I have no problem with the meat substitutes, but that's for health reasons. They don't taste the same, but it's close enough for me to feel almost normal. Okay. I know I've been trying so hard to even be half as cool as kale, but I figure I'm hovering at about 30%. Now, kale, hey, I mean, you know, kale, kale hovers way up there, man, I got to tell you. into the last few stories here. Mark in Detroit, what is wrong with the people that live up there, man? Devon Marsh, he's 41 years old, was arrested and charged after the incident at the home he shared with 26-year-old live-in girlfriend, who, by the way, was pregnant with twins, Still is pregnant. Uh, anyway, she's been hospital, uh, hospitalized with critical burns after her boyfriend doused her with lighter fluid and set her on fire during an argument. Now, I got to say, that is one great way to end an argument. I, I'm not going to say it's great, meaning it's legal. I'm just saying that will end the argument. Have you ever been in an argument so long and it's just going back and forth and back and forth and you're getting angrier and angrier and angrier and angrier? Easy way to solve it. Have a hand, a, a, a handful of lighter fluid, throw that on the person and then set them on fire. You won the argument, at least according to this dipshit, who, who did this to a woman who was six and a half months pregnant. The mom-to-be suffered 30-degree burns to 60% of her body. The sad part is is that she's in critical condition, and they aren't sure on how the babies, if they will survive or not. Detroit Police Commander Michael McGinnis told reporters, how do you do this to another human being? Well, it... Officer, let me tell you, you get a can of lighter fluid, you spray it on them, and then you light a match. This guy has no remorse. I mean, I'm looking at his mugshot right now. He don't look like he's been crying because he thought about what he did to his baby's mama. I mean, he set a pregnant woman on fire. It doesn't get much lower than that. You just have to shake your head at people and go, what in the fuck is wrong with you? Like there is something clinically off about a person that does that. All right, so the weekend is almost here. I know. I know that everybody's going to go out and get a little party on hopefully this weekend. So now Monica D'Angesto from New York City. God damn it. New York City! Believes she has discovered the secret to feeling better after a night out. That's right. The dreaded hangover cure is finally here. By the way, it's not. 
Stephanie's funny. Monica D'Angelo from New York City. New York City. Uh, the registered dietitian credits a drink that she calls recovery lemonade with rejuvenating her after consuming a lot of alcohol. So the combination of water, lemon juice, ginger, and turmeric will help you feel better after a long night of partying. She spilled her secrets on TikTok, went viral, gaining more than 3 million views, and so many people now swearing by the drink. So you're drinking water, which means you're rehydrating yourself. So you're going to feel better once you rehydrate yourself. Lemon juice, got vitamin C in there. Going to help you feel better because it's vitamin C. I don't know what the fuck ginger does. It's nasty. Or turmeric, I'm sure that does something with your interior system as well to make you feel better. But you're still hungover. You see, there is only one true cure for a hangover. One. And that's alcohol. Do you know what a hangover is? A hangover is nothing more than withdrawals. That's all it is. Hangover is withdrawals. And when you stop drinking after you've been drinking for five or six hours, alcohol, your, your body's like, whoa, wait, wait, where, where did that go? Where did that go? We want it back. We want it back. We want it back. And the hair of the dog will work on hangovers. But everybody has a hangover recipe. Whether it's fucking Bloody Mary's, whether it's fucking this recovery lemonade. Everybody has. My, my hangover cure was Dr. Pepper and barbecue chips. I get, get a whole big-ass bag of barbecue chips, Lay's, eat those and drink Dr. Pepper. Then I would stick my head under a very, very cold running shower for like 10, 15 seconds. Do that a couple times, your hangover's gone. Turmeric is an anti-inflammatory and it's gross. Okay. Drink a whole thing of Pedialyte before you go to bed. Well, then I'll be pissing all night. So good for this gal to get all these views on YouTube and, and, and TikTok and all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to endorse this because, like I said, everybody has a cure for a hangover, except the fact that nobody has it. You, it let, me, let me give you the ultimate cure for a hangover. You ready? Don't drink. There you go. I have wiped out hangovers. I know I'm not telling you not to drink, but I, that's the best way to get rid of hangovers. I'm cranky because I did a big run after fasting this morning. Even I hate myself today. Simply for the first simply for the first sentence, I'm really not fun. <laughs> uh, all right, last two stories here. Let's go. Or last one story here. Now, there is there is some criminals out there that are dumb. There are some criminals out there that are stupid. And then there's this guy. Dumb and stupid usually get caught. This guy gets caught all the time. This happened in Canada, eh? (laughs) 
ground powder of turmeric plant. It's a prime ingredient. It curries and makes mustard yellow, and it's a fantastic wonder food, even if it doesn't taste good on its own. All right. Um, York police in Ontario, eh, are looking for two men who allegedly stole something from a store called Cosmo Music. See, the two men walked into this music store and started to look around. And they had found something they liked. What did they like? They liked the 60th anniversary guitar of Les Paul. Which is on sale right now for about $8,000. It's a complete replica of the 59 guitar, which was dubbed the Holy Grail. By the way, the way that these guys stole the guitar, you ready? Are you sitting down? They shoved it down their sweatpants. Literally, I'm watching the video right now of a guy shoving a guitar in his fucking pants. Oh, yeah, nothing to see here. This is doctor's orders. Where are the employees? This guy is jamming a guitar down his fucking pants. Sticking the neck down first, he can be seen on video putting the back of a guitar down his pants and the body of the instrument under his back black coat before picking up a nearby acoustic guitar to fiddle with. He then fled the store with another man who had his hair tied up and was wearing a black mask and sunglasses who drove away with the git fiddle. You have awful security at your store there. Police are now investigating due to the fact that it was $8,000. Everybody swears by Les Paul guitars. I I don't know anything about guitars, so I I can't tell you. But I do know that Les Pauls are good. Is that a Les Paul in your pants? Are you happy to see me? You don't shove a damn guitar down your pants. At least be a man about it and go out swinging the fucking thing. It is called an axe for a reason. Jesus Christ. Uh, All right, that's going to do it for today. Hey, look at that. We made it through a whole Friday show. How about that? Once again, publicly apologizing to Braddy Kitt. I went too far. I got caught up in the moment, and I apologize. I'm about to call her. Uh, but that's going to do it for today. We will be back on Monday. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. And it is the weekend, so I have to tell you, please, 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 be safe out there. If you're going to drink, don't drive. Get yourself an Uber. Get a cab. Get a Lyft. Get home. Because we want you back on Monday for this show. And until then, have a fantastic weekend, everybody. And adios. Life's tough, and then you die, there ain't no rhyme.
reason why It comes right at you See you do what you do Love's great Until it's not hearts break But the world don't stop When it rains, man, it pours You can't change the course You can wish on a star But if it ain't in the cards Let it go Sometimes you gotta let it go Landing on a water shown under the bridge Lower the kiss, give it a rest Cause it is what it is, time flies While you save it all up But someday, this'll all be dust It's all just stuff, it ain't never enough And you can't take it with you So you might as well just let it go yeah, you really ought to let it go Let it all wash on under the bridge Blow it a kiss Give it a rest Cause it is what it is You never know What's waiting just up the road Sooner or later that sun's gonna shine Luck will turn on the dime So when the good times roll Let them roll is outside waiting to arrest him.